Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. All right. We have made it, folks. We are here. The spring season is underway, and we have actually been at a tournament live. We've got some great videos, some pictures. We put some stuff out on Instagram already. We're going to work on putting together a whole bunch of stuff on YouTube from it, but we got to spend a little, at least a day for a little bit at the Space City Classic, uh, co-hosted by... Uh, University of St. Thomas in Texas and Trinity. So that was a really big treat uh, in the great city of Houston, Texas. So outstanding there. Uh, it's been an incredible week. Uh, first, big shout out to Joseph Ismiel, uh from Lynchburg and all the gang at Lynchburg as they did our first ever Tuesday takeover, helping us understand what a day in the life of a Lynchburg University golfer is like. So that was an outstanding job done there. And we've got more of those planned throughout the year. If you would like to participate, reach out to us on Instagram, uh, a great way for us to showcase schools around the country and for you to put some stuff out there about you and your school. So uh, if anybody else is interested in Tuesday takeovers, uh, hit us up. Also, We've got a great article from our man Cameron Spragans uh, from Heidelberg University. He's got a great article out there about gearing up for the spring, about all the indoor practice facilities and what's going on with indoor practice and the advantages lots of people are using for those winter cold weather in order to increase their game, know your numbers, and be ready to go out on that golf course. So if you haven't read that article yet, we've got links to it up everywhere, but you can go to our website, d3golfguys.com, and you can find links to the article there. It's really well done. And also to put this out there, that if anybody else is interested in writing articles for us, we love to publish your work. Um, hit us up. If you got an idea, we'd love to hear it. But if any of you are aspiring writers or golf writers or anything else that you'd like to do, hit us up and we'd love to talk to you about publishing an article with us. Okay. Uh, man, exciting times. Got to see some results. But first... A little note from our friends at Titleist. They just released their new SM10 Vokey wedges. Folks, they're incredible. Some of the best wedges I've ever played. They've got the grip. They've got the movement. They've got multiple grinds. They've got a lot of choices in bounce. Um, and that's really important because as uh, somebody who, who used to live up north, who now lives in the south, um, I went from soft ground, thick rough to tight lies hard ground so i i need some more bounce in my life these days um because i'm digging in on that uh you know that that spring very tight dormant bermuda is very different than the thick rye that i'm used to playing on uh and so those vokey wedges are absolutely the best you can really tailor them to you know your game wherever you are what kinds of game you want i mean you know i'm i'm even thinking about do i get Another couple wedges that are maybe, uh, hey, I'm going back up north to play. I might stick these wedges in because they've got a little bit of different bounce and grind feel and look. So if you haven't had a chance to go out and put your hands on them, go find your Titleist rep today. Go to any golf store you can out there. Go touch those SM10s from Vokey and Titleist. They're awesome. All right, so we have real results to talk about tonight, um, and then we're going to look forward to next week as well. But let's get started with where we usually start, which is in the Southern California area of Costa Mesa, California, where we had the SCIAC number one tournaments happen for both the men and the women. 
And we'll, we're going to start with the women tonight. And to nobody's surprise, uh, the Pomona Pitzer has come out on top. They go 288, 291 uh, to, to win by four shots. Claremont Mud Scripps in a close second. Um, they went 288, 295. Uh, Redlands, who had the first round lead, had shot 287, but a 297 the last day puts them in third place. Followed by Chapman University, Cal Lutheran University, Occidental College, and Laverne. Uh, but again, the, you know, the, we we know Pomona had a had a departure. Um, the, the the one girl left for Trinity, but that hasn't slowed them down at all. Um, two people we know very well, Caitlin Vo and Emily Chang, led the way. Uh, Caitlin Vo one under sixty nine seventy two. Christine Yu from Claremont also tied with one under. I don't know who won the playoff. Um, she also won under 68-73. Emily Chang finishes tied for third. Pomona Pitzer, three over with 72-73. Uh, she was tied with uh, Jesse Lee from Claremont Mud Scripps at three over. She went 72-73. And Jet Legacian from Redlands, also 72-73. How about that? All three ladies, 72 the first day, 73 the second day. So good, consistent playing. Uh, let's see. who uh, Three other ties for, tied for sixth. Iris Liu from Redlands. Kayla Higgins from Chapman. Rachel LeMay from Pomona were all tied for sixth. Esther Lee from Claremont Scripps finishes ninth. And Anna Pollin from Cal Lutheran finishes tenth. Uh, so a good a good tournament there, but again, uh, Pomona holding serve um, after their incredible fall. Um, if if they kind of uh, all they really need to do is kind of hold serve out west, and 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 they're going to be uh, one of the teams to beat for nationals this year. Uh, so you know we had them on the podcast. If you need to go back and l- listen, um, great program coming along. I, I, I like their leadership. Uh, they seem to be pretty focused and pretty motivated. Um, and that's just in the classroom. They seem to be that way in the golf course as well. Um, so I, you keep your eye out. Pomona's coming. All right. I think they're re- they're ready to go. All right. The men also out in the SCIAC, so the Southern California Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, uh, they also had a little round. And we also got a very clear statement that the boys at Claremont Mud Scripps are um, the real deal and ready to go. So they win by seven shots. They go 281-271 for a total of 24 under. So they were seven under day one. They went 17 under on day two. Uh, Outstanding play. Uh, Pomona finishes second. Um, They had the lead after the first round. They go 275. Uh, They were 13 under that first round and then come back with a 284 and kind of get lapped a little bit there by Claremont Mud Scripps in in round two. Uh, Laverne and Cal Lutheran finished tied for third, both eight under total, 284, 284, both solid four under, four under days, back to back, very consistent play. Chapman finishes fifth, Occidental sixth, and Redlands seventh. Uh, again, Claremont is clearly inside that top 10 team. Pomona's right there. I, I Pomona's going to have to keep working hard um, in order to try to fight their way into uh, nationals. 
it, that's just what it's going to be because it it looks like Claremont's the real deal. So on the individual side, Joshua Kwan from Claremont uh, goes ten under for the tournament, sixty nine sixty five. That's a final round sixty five seven under. Very impressive. Uh, solo second, Yuki Benet from Pomona Pitzer, nine under, one shot back, sixty seven sixty eight. Adrian Chu from McLaremont Wood Scripps finishes third, seven under, seventy sixty seven. And Adam Elshami from Occidental finishes solo fourth at six under, seventy sixty eight. Then we had four tied at five. Jot Singh from Cal Lutheran, Kevin Jang from Claremont Mud Scripps, Shireas Kumaresh, I think I got that right, from Laverne, and Max Rockroar from Pomona, all five under. Really good playing. Uh, solo ninth was Hudson Salters from Cal Lutheran, and we had three tied for tenth. Adam Cartosian from Cal Lutheran, Connor Conley, Chapman, and Ben Soicher from Chapman, all three under. Even par for the two rounds would have gotten you tied for 17th in this one. So um, good playing. The course was 6,500 yards. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of this where they, they, there's a lot more under par going on out there. Look, the weather's really nice, um, and the course is not that long. But we know these guys can play. We've seen them come out, come east and do a bunch of other stuff. Claremont clearly has got what it takes. Pomona's right there. Um, so I think that's going to be interesting as we watch kind of further into the spring. Can Pomona get Claremont? And they really need to get them probably twice this spring. That's obviously flipped on the women's side in, in, the, in the Southern California where Pomona's got the lead and Claremont's trying to get them. So it's going to be back and forth, men and women, between the two Southern California schools as we go. Okay, now to the uh, the tournament that we got to actually come to and get to watch them play. It was at Gus Wortham Park Golf Course in Houston, Texas. It's known as the Space City Classic. So the men played 36 the first day and then 18 the second day. And then the women only played 18 and 18. Uh, I, I got the chance to go there for this for the final round for for both tournaments. Um, I was there on the driving range. A few people got to recognize me. It was great to see a few of you. Um, I had a couple people turn around and go, "Wait, that that's the voice in the podcast." Wait, that you're D three golf guys. It's kind of funny. Uh, had some swag with me, so I was able to give away a little bit of swag. Um, got to meet some parents who were like, "Wait, wait, I've been listening to you. Wait, you're that guy." Um, so that's always a, a fun thing for me. To, to to get to see people when they kind of go the wait you're the guy that's on the podcast I'm like yep that's me I, I I'm here uh, so I got to hang out um, I was hanging out mostly uh, early in the round between seven green and nine fairways really kind of a good little spot seven was really hard p- playing straight downwind which normally does not mean sound hard but there's a creek that runs though and then you had to hit to a, like a thirty yard uphill green that had a massive false front and no back to it whatsoever. Um, so it was a really challenging shot. I, I saw a lot of guys hit the green and then not be able to keep it on there. Um, the guys who did, uh, did a good job, but the, the greens at this public golf course in the middle of in, internal Houston were lightning fast, slopey. Uh, it was, it was interesting when you see the videos that were put out, um, the, the greens were were slick and greasy, and the wind was howling. I'm telling you, I'm talking to like pretty much a constant ten to fifteen with about thirty to thirty five mile an hour gusts. Uh, we put a video out of, of one of the players from Mary Hard Baylor. 
he had to back off a chip. It was just howling. Um, so the the final round scores were a little more elevated uh, for everybody, but honestly, it was a it was a tough day, a very tough day. But uh, fighting through those conditions, Concordia University te- in Texas wins the tournament on the men's side. They go 292, 299, 293 for 32 over par. Um, but again, it, the course was only like 6388. They, they had the guys on the back edge of every tee, but the teeth of this golf course was not the length. It was the greens because you could hit the green and be 15 feet away and be playing total defense. Um, Interesting though is Mary Harden Baylor had the lead after after the first day for the two rounds. Uh, they fell back a little bit. Concordia really made up ground. Trinity kind of held serve. Trinity finishes second at thirty six over four back, two ninety one, two ninety nine, two ninety eight, and and the fact that those teams got under three hundred in that those wind conditions really impressive, <laughs> really impressive. Mary Harden Baylor was in first after the, after the first day. They dropped a third. Uh, they go 302, 287, um, 300. So they had the they had the best round of the second round by ten shots. Really vaulted them into the lead, uh, but they came back a little bit to earth in the in the wind on the on the next day. Uh, St. Thomas from Texas, uh, solo fourth. Texas Lutheran fifth. Uh, Millsaps College sixth. Jacksonville College Texas seventh. Harden-Simmons, 8th, Howard Payne, ninth, and St. Thomas had their B team there at, at finishing 10th. Uh, but a really good play. I saw a lot of good play, some good wedge play on the ninth. ninth. The ninth hole was really great. When you see the videos, I was able to get kind of behind the players, and you can watch them hit, and then you can watch the ball land on the green. Um, so it felt very uh, PGA Tory for a for a Division three guy, um, but it was really great there. And that was just kind of like a four iron, five iron layup to a wedge into a green, and I didn't see a lot of birdies. Um, so it was it, it it was playing tough. So don't don't get uh, don't get fooled by the yardage. They were on the back edge of every tee, and I watched probably six or seven guys who hit it inside 15 feet on the seventh hole and everybody missed this one putt just high. It just, they, it, everything else has been breaking all every day, everywhere. And they just couldn't make it. So, uh, but you know, it was great to be out there and, and give some context to these results. But so the winner individually was Toby Wills, uh, from Texas Lutheran. He went 70, 71, 70 for a two under total, he wins by two over Jacob Mason from Trinity University. Uh, Jacob had the lead after round one. He went 68-70, 75 on the last day. Uh, Grant Carter from Mary Harden Baylor finishes third, uh, three over, 76 day one, 67 uh, on round two, and 73 on round uh, three. But nice thing is Grant uh, had a hole-in-one on the fifth hole, 201 yards, had a hole-in-one. Um, so that, that helps you when you shoot 67. Um, he shot 67 with four bogeys. So that should tell you how many birdies that guy made uh, that day. But a great play-in, hole-in-one for Grant Carter from Mary Harden-Baylor. Uh, finishing fourth was Patrick Smetic from St. Thomas. He was four over 68, 76, 73. Uh, Parker Smith uh, was tied for fifth from Concordia. He was five over for the tournament. He finished two under on that last day, 72, 77, 69. Um, so that's one of the reasons why Concordia really got uh, back into the lead. Um, you, shoot t- you, shoot, you shoot two under par on a day where that kind of wind, that's some good golf. So 
Uh, there was only two under par rounds that entire day. One was by the winner and one was by Parker Smith. Um, he was tied for fifth with Grant Clark from Trinity University, uh, 69, 73, 76. Uh, solo seventh was, uh, well, let's see. They have him as C, uh, Christopher uh, Rietmeyer. Um, they had to shorten his name on golf. Dad. How about that? Uh, he finished solo seventh. Uh, finishing eighth was Jorge Arnaud. Um, I got to watch Jorge play the seventh hole. He, he, uh, he, he said he thinned one coming up from the fairway and it, it air mails the green and hits the cart path and goes through the ninth fairway over by the, over by the net for the driving range. He hits his pitch and it comes up short. He tries to put it up. It doesn't get there. He's got like 20, 20 feet for, for bogey. He cans it. I was the only person to make a putt outside of about seven feet the entire day on that green as I was watching it. So, uh, Jorge, that's one of the better bogeys I saw in a long time. So, uh, good play in there. And then two tied for ninth, Cameron Curtis from St. Thomas, Texas, and Preston Seavers from Millsaps. Um, it was great to be able to get out there and see everybody good playing. Uh, you know, I think, I, I think when I'm looking at Texas, you know, okay, Trinity, Mary Hart, and Baylor Concordia, they're all there. It's going to be who wins their conference, right? Um, I really like the Jacob Mason and, uh, and Grant Clark combination they kind of had out there. I, I liked seeing what Trinity put out there. I think they need a little help on the fourth, fifth score kind of thing. Um, Mary Harden Baylor's got a, got an interesting squad. Uh, Concordia was, was impressive, you know, really impressive. Uh, so I, I think there's, I think there's some interesting teams out there in Texas um, on the men's side. And again, it's going to come down to, okay, wh- who's going to win, you know, who's going to win what? All right. And then the, there was on the other half of the course, the ladies were playing. I got to watch a little bit of them. Um, unfortunately I had to leave a little bit early. I didn't got, did not get to watch as much of the ladies as I would have liked, but what started off with a seven stroke lead got real tight, real fast. So Mary Harden Baylor gets out day one with a three Oh two Trinity is there with three Oh nine and not everybody, n- nobody else was really contesting. Those two were clearly a class above. But so Trinity's, you know, seven shots down going into the first day after the first day going into day two, they had closed that gap within three or four holes. And so it was really close. Nip and tuck all the way. Mailhard Blair wins by one after three fourteen on day two. Trinity shoots another three Oh eight. Um, so Mary Harden Baylor wins, but they win by one Trinity's right there. That's a big win for Mary Harden Baylor to get one over Trinity. Um, just to kind of make sure, hey, we're we're one of the better teams in Texas. And I know that the University of Texas at Dallas ladies are, are listening in. Um, I hear you, but hey, you play who you play. Mary Harden Baylor goes to the tournament, they win. That's that's wins are good. Um, Trinity finishes second. St. Thomas, Texas finishes third. Harden Simmons fourth. Southwestern came down from Georgetown, Texas to finish fifth. Um, University of Dallas, sixth, Concordia, seventh, Shriner University, eighth, Millsaps, ninth, and Jacksonville College, 10. Uh, special shout out to the men from Jacksonville College. They probably had the most provocative shirts on I saw the, uh, down there. Uh, colors are, are a really rich purple. Think of uh, an LSU kind of purple, um, but had the, uh, the, the, sh- the shape of Texas as sort of a dots around the shirt. You'll see them in the videos and pictures. 
very provocative. I was very interested. If I would, could have walked into a pro shot and picked one up, I probably would have. Uh, but to the Jacksonville crew, good work on the shirts. All right, so that's the kind of the results we had this week. And that is really a really fun to be able to kind of have results. And next week, it gets even better. So tournaments we are looking forward to next week. First, Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer's got uh, a little little bit of fun going on at the Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina. They have got their Invitational. They've got men and women at that tournament. So on the men's side, uh, Adrian, Covenant, Marymount, Virginia, Virginia Wesleyan, Belmont Abbey, Ferrum, Pfeiffer, William Peace, Capital, Marietta, Southern Virginia. So we've got some of the northern schools coming down, I'm guessing, on spring break. On the women's side, similar players, Adrian, Coastal, Georgia, Meredith, Sweetbriar, Averett, Marietta, Pfeiffer, Tennessee Wesleyan, Capital, Marymount, Southern Virginia, and Virginia Wesleyan. Um, again, not not the cream of the crop, but should be a good tournament. We'll keep our eye on that one. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of looking to see, you know, who who in what conference there. I'm going to be very interested to watch the Adrian teams from Michigan come down. I think that's a big tournament for them. Can they come down in the South and make a splash? Capital as well, coming out of Ohio with Marietta. Um, it, it, opportunity for them to kind of come down and get a win, uh, especially in the South. But the big tournament Monday, Tuesday of next week is going to be in Savannah, Georgia, at the club at Savannah Harbor, where the Savannah Invitational is going on. And this is the men. The women actually play next week. So, but <clears throat> the uh, the men, here's, here's the field for the men. Averett, Christopher Newport. Guilford, Kenyon, Methodist, Renslar, Wittenberg, Barry, Emery, Hampton, Sydney, LaGrange, Oglethorpe, Suwannee, Carnegie Mellon, Greensboro, Huntington, Lynchburg, Piedmont, Washington, and Lee. Folks, this is a big one. We have a major, and it is the first big major of the spring, and it is here next week. All right? So let's break this down a little bit. All right, we've got Methodist and Emery, locking horns, head-to-head. They're at the top of everybody's list. They're right there. Oglethorpe, Sewanee. Who's going to come out on top in there? They're going to be playing the conference in a, in, a, in in few weeks to see who gets the automatic qualifier. Christopher Newport here. Kenyon coming down from the north. Lynchburg right there with everybody else. Huntington, have they figured out the lineup? Carnegie Mellon right there. Really, really good. So... Renslar Poly, Wittenberg, some of the northern schools, Washington and Lee, Piedmont. This is what you want to see out of a Division Three golf tournament. Let's get as many good teams as we can playing together, and let's go fight it out. So we are getting back to uh, making some selections here, and I am going to make my prediction. I'm going to take I'm going to take the Emory Eagles here. I you know I it's to me it's it was a it's probably Methodist, Emory, or Carnegie, and I from a winner perspective, uh, I'll take the Emory Eagles. I think they'll be ready to go. They'll have played that golf course before. Um, that's going to be a familiar thing. It's a drive for them. It's not too bad. They're going to be they're going to be ready to go. The weather's been pretty good in Georgia. Um, they'll be ready to go. I, that's my prediction of winner. I, I'm going to be watching this one really closely. I will be live streaming. I will be refreshing, 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 refreshing. Um, but look, I could could Suwannee win this? Could Oglethorpe win this? Yes. Uh, 
Christopher Newport, Lynchburg. You probably have eight teams who could win this on the right day, the right two days. Um, But I I think we'll see Methodist and Emory separate like we have. Carnegie's probably right behind them. It's going to be kind of – I think who who finishes third could be very interesting in this tournament. And again, here's another example of – wait a minute. Who's playing in this tournament? RPI. Renslar's coming down. If they were to come out and win this tournament, oh boy, they are really setting themselves up, moving themselves up the poles. Guilford really needs to beat some people. Huntington really needs to beat some people. Piedmont and Greensboro really need to beat some people. They need to beat each other. Oglethorpe and Suwannee, they need to keep kind of going at it, right? Barry in the same conference. Carnegie Mellon, are they ready to challenge Emory and Methodist? So lots of different ways we can look at this tournament and we can really start to kind of look and go, okay, who's in what conference? Where are we going? Hampton, Sydney, Washington, and Lee. The, like, all right, it's right here. Um, and so this is going to be a big one. It's going to be a big one. And if you're by around your computer Monday and Tuesday of next week, be clicking that refresh on, on golf stat because this is going to be a really good tournament. And I think it's going to tell us a lot about where the spring season kind of starts. But remember, Right after this, and then the following week, we've got the Tiger Invite, Hampton, Sydney, of Forest Creek. And then right after that, we've got Jekyll Island, where we will be live at the tournament. And so the men are not going to actually be on Jekyll. They'll be actually be on St. Simon's at King and Prince uh, because they're doing some construction on the Jekyll courses. But we will be there live. We will have live at shows after every round. We're excited about it. We're going to come to you live as soon as the round kind of gets completed. We get all this stuff. We're going to try to have some people on for interviews. We're going to be capturing video. We're going to try to do some Instagram live stuff. We'll try to get there on the driving range and things like that. So we're going to be putting out a lot of content around this for Jekyll. But, I mean, we're here. This is it. Like, in the next week, we're going to have a major, major tournament for the major top 15 decisions going on in most of the Southern schools are here with, with a few of the Northern schools chiming in for spring break. So it doesn't get any better than this. It does not because it it just ramps up for the next two months until we hit nationals. So I'm excited. We're getting back to our regularly scheduled podcast. Um, We're going to be churning out some content for you all. But again, hit us up on the socials, download the the podcast, please. If you're on Apple podcasts, you know, hit that subscribe button, give us a comment, hit us with a like, um, all that stuff is very helpful to us in the, in the podcast world. Um, if you're looking for some of our affiliates and some of the things where you can save you some money, or we can provide you with links to great stuff. Check out our website, d3golfguys.com. We've got links to all our affiliates there. Um, You guys are doing a great job of supporting our podcast, so that's great. And we're trying to give as much of that back to you as we possibly can. Um, So, I mean, next next two months is going to be so much fun. Uh, So I can't wait to talk more about it with you and continue kind of our conversation around Division Three golf. Uh, So with that, we will say hit them straight. Cheers. Thank you.